Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. Today, due to a world situation that's going on, there are many turbulent times, and because, like many things that can be stressful, real people get caught in the crossfire when ideologies, realities, and personal responsibility merge and meet and people begin to weigh what that looks like for them. So I'm not coming out with an opinion on what's going on as a historical event in Ottawa, Canada right now. But what I will do is offer a cottage core solution to what could be an ongoing challenge for those on either side of this who find themselves and their families with cold adults and cold children, especially those who are homeless and have nowhere to go. So today, we're going to talk about a little bit of how to make a homemade sleeping bag or what they call an ugly quilt from the sleeping bag project and I'm going to need you to open up your big book of stuff and turn to the page on being your brother or sister's keeper and another page for crafting so let's get started So right now, what's going on in Canada is not too dissimilar with with what's going on here, and that that is, the reality of that is people are cold. They're outside, and whether by choice or by turn of fortune, they are sleeping out of doors. Many of them are homeless, and some of them are with the truckers convoy demonstration however on either situation a craft like this could be useful as well as here at home in the United States a large population of homeless often go sleeping outdoors and a little bit of warmth can go a long way and that's why I'm so interested in sharing about this project I strongly recommend you go look it up if you have a chance and maybe consider getting involved but we're gonna go by their directions today on how to make what they call an ugly quilt but also a homemade sleeping bag without having to spend a lot of money and without having to have a high level of sewing skill. And then as a kind person, you can go and donate these homemade sleeping bags to someone who may be cold, who could be homeless, may not have heat, or any other number of circumstances. It's also a great gift for some children or adults who may be in transition from home to home.
So to give credit where it's due, the plans for this are coming from the sleepingbagproject.org. However, I have seen similar plans in other places, but not quite as eloquently and succinctly laid out as on the website. If you'd like to see them visually or download their plans, that's where you would go. But I'm going to walk you through it. And this won't solely be theirs because, again, I've seen other plans for this. So I just like the way that their website is put together. So that's why I'm recommending them. But generally, most of the plans are the same. For their particular layout, they ask that you make two seven-foot squares. That's seven by seven-foot squares of material. You can use recycled material, such as an old bedspread, or possibly a comforter, but I wouldn't do that because it could be too thick and heavy for them to carry. You want something durable so that when you're making it, it'll be able to withstand a lot of wear and tear. So a more durable fabric than thin would definitely be the way to go. Because you want to think about it, it's going to be against a rough surface. So pick something tough. Bed sheets are usually tough if they're nice and strong, and you can usually find them at the resale or maybe some old ones in your home. Remember, you don't want to give anyone something you wouldn't like to receive, so make sure they're clean, freshly laundered, and make sure they're in good condition. But again, I cannot emphasize enough that a bedspread would probably be a little bit better depending on which layer it is. Also, I've seen it where they've made the seven foot square with materials that don't necessarily go together. And the thinking behind that in their project is that if it's not super attractive, it would be less likely that someone might take it without permission and either try to sell it or claim it as their own. Which is another reason why the slang for it is the ugly quilt project in their words. But I also know that you can adjust the sizing as well because some people are larger. Our society has an epidemic of obesity, so keep that in mind. Making it in different sizes, you know, just a few that are smaller and some that are larger, is always something that you could consider, especially if you're making it for children. You'll have to make some adjustments there to maybe get the right size. Now once they've made the two seven foot squares, they sew them together so that they have this really long 14 by seven foot concoction, or not concoction, but this huge creation. And then they lay it on a table or on the floor And on one half of it, and you don't want to take up the entire half because you want to leave seam allowance room to have edging. But on one half, they center it and they fill it with old towels or 
Uh, you could use quilting batting, of course, other sheets. Um, you could definitely fill it with pillowcases. Personally, I like to fill it if I'm going to do it. Um, I would recommend or like to fill it with the bed covers, those heavy, heavy felted, thick bed covers that people use or are also known as mattress protectors because they're already designed for wear and tear and to be laid upon. But you can add two or three layers of those together. And there are some stores that serve as clearing houses for old hotel uh, bed covers or mattress covers, as well as sheets and blankets. Here in Michigan, we have Court Furniture. That is a rental or a resale of office and hotel furniture, but they also sell the, the beddings as well. I know this because when I worked in family service work in Head Start here, I used to give resource referrals to clients and families so that they could stock up, especially after a fire. So keep that in mind that that's definitely a source as well as resales.